I found a group chat where my friends were talking about trying to sleep with me. First off, for the longest time I was the only girl in a party of seven for our Dungeons and Dragons game. Although this isn't as dramatic or as awful as other stories, it still makes me so angry when I think about it. About three years ago I made a post on Instagram offering to Dungeon Master 5th edition for anyone that was interested because my previous party had split up after leaving for college. I was quickly approached by an old high school friend, Jack, who said he had a group gathered. I was welcome to come and meet everyone and decide if we all got on well. Jack was very sweet in high school, so I agreed and we all met at his flat that weekend to play a few non-Dungeons and Dragons related games together and get pizza. After a few hours, we started talking about character ideas, rules, etc. I suggested we talk about our boundaries in game so everyone knew what we were getting into. I'm a relaxed dungeon master. I don't mind if a player decides they want to sleep with the barmaids as long as it doesn't mess with the game. The only thing I said I would not do, period, was the R word. Everything else is at the discretion of everyone. This is important to know. Fast forward to actually playing. I'm not sure if other people have done this before, but I ran the Death House of Curse for Strahd for about four sessions, till everyone was comfortable playing together. Then, homebrewed a campaign from that. The guys were all pretty great up until this point, however, one of them, we'll call him Mike, began to make a few awkward comments to me. Mike decided to play Bard and took my I don't care if you hook up with NPCs very seriously. He tried to sleep with every single female in the game. It got to the point where I had to speak with him out of the game and he got very passive aggressive by telling me I had already said it was okay. Despite this, he did calm down a bit and we continued playing. After a few sessions later, Mike tries to R-word a female orc while she's restrained and unconscious as the party was elsewhere. I'm not even sure of his motive here but he tried to make his explanations of his actions vague enough that they weren't specifically the R-word. But obviously, they were anyway. I stopped the game immediately and told him if he didn't quit it, he was out for the rest of the session. He laughed with his buddies, but then stopped. Later that night, he sent me a hand-drawn picture of an orc, clearly modeled after myself, with his character grabbing her boobs. I told him that was inappropriate and he wasn't welcome at the next session. The next day he called me in tears saying he was really sorry and had drank way too much the night before. He also admitted that he had a crush on me, but didn't know how to convey that. I politely told him I was flattered, but not interested, and I let him back into the party. The rest of the party had been trying to convince me to let him back into the game because he hadn't done that much wrong anyway. Yes, I'm an idiot. Apart from that event, I had been having fun with that campaign. Mike is no longer a D-bag at that session. He's quiet, and one of the guys tells me that I embarrassed him. Now he's struggling to connect. Not my problem. Fast forward a few more weeks and things are getting weird again. Two more members of the party have attempted asking me out on dates. I once again politely decline and carry on. The sessions are now a little bit awkward for me because all of the guys are flirting with pretty much every single female NPC I place into the game. Slowly but surely within a week another guy confesses his love to me. I'm no longer enjoying the session so I plan on finishing up one story branch and then calling it a day with that campaign and then leaving. Not even a day later, Jack sends me about 20 screenshots from a private group chat of the boys. They literally had 
bets on who could sleep with me first. The entire group chat was discussing ways they could flirt or seduce me. A few screenshots of my own conversations between them. It was so awful to look at because I thought these guys had actually been enjoying my sessions, but I was basically just there as a game myself. Jack told me he was incredibly sorry he hadn't said anything sooner and that he was about to pull out of the campaign because of them. I told the party over Discord that I knew what was going on and that I was disgusted and I would not be their dungeon master again. I think I added in that none of them were even close enough to being physically attractive to me and then I left. It's been a while since that happened but I still haven't heard from any of those guys again. Was I the jerk? One of the best suggestions was somebody saying you missed out on a potential science experiment OP. You could have just slowly phased out every female NPC in the campaign to see just how far they'd be willing to take their weird flirting by proxy behavior. Cut to introducing a genderless blob with no discerning features and the party says you come here often? Someone actually had an experience sort of close to this where they say you joke but I once played with a guy who claimed he was tricked into having his character date a male character because he had a crush on the girl playing that character and missed all the times everyone else referred to that character as a male. The player, on the other hand, totally knew what was going on and wanted to see how far he'd take it. But anyway, about the original OP's story, this whole thing is pretty sad because all she wanted to do was have a legitimately fun game of Dungeons and Dragons and it sounds like nobody else really had that same intention from the very start from how far back these group chats go. So hopefully she is able to find a group of people that actually do want to play the game and not just mess with her head but let me know what you would do if you're in this situation and who was the biggest jerk here how a new player ruined my campaign and became my fiance so i met this girl at pride and we had spent the day together i don't like being alone in crowds because of a medical condition that i have so i figured i'd tag along with her and she was pretty cool so i invited her to hang out with me and my friends playing dungeons and dragons we get to her first session with the group about two weeks later and she shows up in a very revealing outfit that includes a fairly translucent top i should mention that i was 14 years old and the rest of the group ranged from 13 years old to 19. she was 16 and this took place in England. The dungeon master won't stop staring at her boobs as the game goes on and the rest of the party in character is extra friendly to new girl characters. A half-elf cleric who worshipped the god of redemption and could only speak when spoken to. Her character was actually super cool and she played it pretty well. As a sacrifice, she chose to make and not magically be forced upon her. There were times when she broke her silence and would be highly self-critical and attempt to right the wrong she had done. All because her character had been a corrupt noble's daughter who used lies and deceit to get rid of her family's enemies, so her silence was her way of atoning for her sins. But every session slowly devolved into the dungeon master rewarding her and making sure she couldn't fail to the point everyone else felt useless. Eventually, she tells the dungeon master that it's ruining the game after she rolled a nat 1 on a charisma save and still managed to succeed the save against the BBEG using dominant person to remove her from the fight as a healer. The dungeon master argued about it saying he didn't want to punish a new player too harshly and she reminded him that it's been four months at this point. Other players brought forth their grievances of their characters being sidelined for her and how we all thought he was just trying to be weirdly flirty with her. The dungeon master admits to being attracted to her and that he may have gone a little too far by facing favoring her too much. To which her response was, I'm 
gay. Honestly, I only joined the campaign because I had a crush on OP, but it was fun, so I stayed. We all took a hiatus, and she called me asking if I still wanted to be friends and that she didn't want her crush on me to end our friendship. I told her we were good and that I didn't quite know how I felt about her. Well, fast forward five years and we're now engaged. So this one was actually more of a wholesome RPG story rather than a horror RPG story where this originally came from. And there were a bunch of little clever one-liners that people said in response to this, the very top of which was task failed successfully, critical success on a nat one, obviously referencing what had happened in the game. Turns out her nat one on charisma was actually nat 20 in your heart. It seems like in a lot of these Dungeons and Dragons stories, somehow there always seems to be a hint of a romantic thing where somebody's trying to be romantic with somebody else and the other person doesn't want it. I don't know how common that actually is, but so far we've seen a good amount of those, this being one of them. But this is more of like a strange love triangle where the dungeon master is into this girl, but the girl is into the OP. And the concept of her character actually did sound pretty cool. I was curious about where that came from, if she made that up herself or came from something else altogether. But let me know what you would do if you were in this situation and jerk or not a jerk. A player just screeched and quit the session because I wouldn't let her be impregnated by imps. So this person and I have not known each other long. This was our third Dungeons and Dragons session as a group. In the first session, her character was mildly grating because it was an obvious anime girl self-insert, but she wasn't really disruptive, so I didn't really care. She got annoying when she tried to convince the party not to kill their foes, but they ignored her and killed them anyway, causing her to screech and wail. But pacifist characters aren't anything new, so we moved on. In the second session, I'm really sick like I might have to go to the hospital sick so I call my friend tell her the plot and set up give her my notes and tools and she DMs it everything goes apparently fine but when I come back the rest of the party is level 2 and our problem player is level 6 sporting 50 gold what? between sessions 1 and 2 she made up some story about coming across a treasure chest of gold and an artifact that made her stronger each time she lost and told the other DM and the group that I okayed it. I did not. I never spoke to her about this even for a second. So we get into an argument and I tell her to roll her character back to level 2 and lose all her gold. The rest of the party had a collective 2 gold. She tried to blame me for not being here. Eventually when I told her she was kicked out, she apologized. It was fake, but whatever. And I told her that it was her last straw and that if she caused an issue again, she would be barred from returning. Session 3 happened and we came across a fortress they needed to search and they split up. When she came across imps, she intentionally threw combat and said that her clothes fell off as she was defeated and that the imps would probably try and impregnate her. I'm sorry, what? I immediately told her no, that was ridiculous and I'm not going to let her character get pregnant, especially from some random monsters. She tried to fight me on it saying it was her character and part of her plot for her and that she could give birth instantly so she didn't have to fight while pregnant. I just kept telling her absolutely not that the imps would probably just try to steal her valuables and leave. She wouldn't take no for an answer and kept screaming until I told her she was not allowed back. Then she said she'd go and make her own session. In that case, fine, have fun. I bet you can get all the free gold levels and impregnation you desire in your fantasy land. I just never want to see you here again. Was I the jerk? So this girl obviously had her own idea of what she wanted to get out of this Dungeons and Dragons session because it wasn't just this specific time. It seems like that's kind of the theme throughout this. But the fact that she was so adamant in being impregnated by 
imps. I mean, she's not the one directing the story as the non-dungeon master. She's just a player there, but she's demanding that the dungeon master do what she wants to have happen to her, which doesn't even make sense. And the whole thing between sessions one and two, she's just going to tell everyone, oh, in between, I got 50 gold and I leveled up four levels above everyone else. I don't know how she thought that part would fly even without the whole impregnation part of it, which is just so weird. I mean, it would be one thing if during their session zero, they talked about what they wanted in this whole campaign, but this seems like it was kind of a surprise for the dungeon master here because it was totally out of left field and he didn't really know what to expect. And then when he said no, she was not happy about it. But let me know what you'd do if you were in this situation and jerk or not a jerk and why. The dungeon master tells us he won't be DMing right at the beginning of the first session. I'm a member of a Discord server that allows users to advertise their campaigns. One day, someone posted an invite to their game. I had no information about this campaign, only the DM's name and the time, which is really unprofessional, but whatever. I PM him and start asking some questions, but I only get, I'm going to tell you when the campaign starts, a major red flag, one would say, but it's not like I'm doing anything else, so I went along. Two days pass, me, four other people in the DM gather on a specially created server. The DM finally arrives 10 minutes late, spends another 10 minutes trying to set up a dice bot. Finally, everyone is ready to play, bot up and running, character sheet ready, and then the DM says, so who wants to be the dungeon master? We, of course, instantly remind him that he's the one DMing this as he advertised it in the announcement, which he replied by saying, I only said that in the announcement because no one would join my game if I didn't have a dungeon master. Then everyone left. What was even the point here? I mean, he didn't get to play a game before and now he doesn't get to play a game at this point. So either way, he doesn't get to play. Someone said that this reminds me of World of Warcraft when you could queue as a tank for a dungeon and then change your specialization once you arrived. Everyone was then stuck with either hoping someone else would change to a tank or taking the dungeon lever penalty. It is interesting that people are willing to start campaigns with people that they don't know anything about at all, not through a mutual friend, not through somebody that they've heard of, but just totally random in this Discord server. I wonder how often this actually happens and then how often this, the whole fake out Dungeon Master thing happens on top of that. If you've ever had an experience like this, let me know down below and feel free to submit any of your stories via the link in the description. If you enjoyed the video, drop a thumbs up and subscribe with notifications on and we'll see you next time.